I'm curious if very many of you are going to be surprised by this, but I know I was. On Sunday, when I went to run errands, I heard my very first holiday song. And sure enough, when I walked into the stores, there was holiday garb everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) And I, of course, still had a couple of Halloween decorations on my porch that I planned on gathering when I got home. So clearly, I'm just not quite ready for that shift into the holidays in my personal life. However, luckily for you, I planned ahead for the podcast, and I am ready for us to start transitioning in that direction when it comes to the podcast and our conversations. So are you ready to start mulling over your plans and to start putting together your favorite parts? Because that's where we should start, right? Focusing on our favorite parts and actually getting excited for them and excited about the holidays because then it makes it a little easier to make those transitions. I want to make sure that you had quality information and that I got it to you early this year. Last year, I got it to you in December because that's when I was thinking people want it. But we need to plan ahead, right? So if we're going to have a conversation about things like planning, get-togethers for the holidays, and how to entertain, it's useful to have that information in advance. So this year, I've got you. We're doing this early in November. So before Thanksgiving, before Hanukkah, before Christmas, before you just want to have people over for winter solstice or for New Year's or for any celebration, for dinner because it's cold outside and you want to have a soup night. I do love soup nights. So you can get ready to connect and entertain in whatever way is best for you. Less perfection and more connection is the motto of our guest today. And I love that motto. It is ideal, right? She has all the secrets to help us bring the joy back to the holiday hosting and whatever you might be thinking about for your holidays. I recommend we start with that and how to make it all easier. Because as we start to envision our holidays, if we're starting with the easiest way to do it, it's going to make it all a little bit better. You're actually getting to hear a conversation that we recorded a year ago. But since it was my first year podcasting, I didn't realize that I should have released it immediately (laughs) instead of saving it until December when I thought people would want to hear it. So I did not know that many of you are juggling a lot of things and may not have time for your normal podcast routines in December. So this year, I've got it to you early. It'll help with you being able to apply the information you're receiving as well. Mara even has a Joyful Hostess crash course that is open right now that you can check out. So if she resonates with you and you're ready to get even more tips and tricks and be prepared for whatever you may have in store in the coming months, doesn't even have to be in the winter, could be in the spring, she's got your resources for you. And hey, if your organization needs to take a new way of doing the holiday party, you can also see if she does her holiday entertaining workshops via Zoom. (laughs) It can be a much better way for team bonding, right? For now... You can ease into your holidays by making sure that perfection doesn't distract you from making the most of your gatherings and the reasons you put together the party in the first place. Mara has a lot of clever ideas, and I had such a great conversation with her. I'm excited for you to get to listen to it, and she offers them freely. You're going to walk away with a lot of good, fresh ways to make your entertaining better and to look forward to gathering this season. So I hope this brings joy back to your holidays and helps you to entertain with ease. Welcome to The Grit Show, where our focus is growth on purpose. 
I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm honored to be part of this community as we journey together with our grit intact to learn more about how to thrive and how to get the most out of life. It means a lot that you are here today. As you listen, I encourage you to think of who may appreciate the tidbits of knowledge we are sharing and to take a moment to pass this along to them. Everyone appreciates the friend that thinks of them, and these conversations are meant to be shared and to spark even more connections. Today's guest is the founder of Joyful Hostess and Entertaining is in Her Blood. Mara grew up in a family that hosted everything, from big holiday gatherings to impromptu Sunday dinners to lively cocktail parties and she loved every second of it. She's carried on those traditions with her own family because she believes inviting people to gather is an act of love. Joyful Hostess is on a mission to teach women to let go of perfection and bring out their own inner joyful hostess. Mara does this work to put more love and joy into the world because when women feel good and confident about hosting more gatherings, that means more celebrations, more bringing people together, and ultimately more joy support them on their journey, she's created lots of resources to make it easy. From books to digital done-for-you party kits, an online Joyful Hostess Academy, and more. We will get to learn more about her YouTube channel and blog with recipes, tips, and ideas. We'll get to all of that as we talk to her today. Thank you so much for joining us, Mara. I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. I know. It's perfect timing. With the holidays coming up, we get to get all these great tips and tricks. So... (laughs) I want to learn more about your journey to become a joyful hostess yourself, because this hasn't been what you've done your whole life. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to this? Sure. Yeah, you're right. It hasn't really been my job, so to speak. I grew up, like you said in the intro, you know, my family hosted a lot. I love hosting. And then for work, I got into financial services. I was there for like 20 years and I loved working with clients, but my favorite stuff was connecting with them. It was, you know, Mm -hmm. we'd throw corporate events and corporate parties, like that kind of stuff. Like, I really, really loved that. Then, you know, like everyone, the pandemic hit. And sometimes that was a blessing because you had a chance to kind of reevaluate and decide what you want to do from here on out. Mm -hmm. Like, is this something I want to continue doing? And yeah, so I looked like really hard at that. And I made the decision to sell my business. And start Joyful Hostess. And it has been a wild ride, Shauna, let me tell you, but uh, it's been one that has been fun and heartbreaking and enjoyable. I've learned so much. I don't think I would have changed that decision, at least not at this point. Yes. I think you got to go with it. That is so amazing. I love this whole concept of bringing more joy and less perfection into hostessing. Exactly. Yeah. So with doing this, what was the first thing that you started with? Was it doing the YouTube channel or was it with doing just like tips and tricks for people with your blog or where did you start? Oh God, I started with an Instagram channel just because oh. that was easy to just upload, you know, photos and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out we were talking about technology before we started, right? Figured out like how to do a website and then that way I could kind of have a catalog of recipes that people could go to and search through some easy cocktails and easy desserts and that kind of stuff. And and then from there, I started, people kept saying like, start a YouTube channel. But I'll be honest, I was scared. I was really, yeah. really scared to start a YouTube channel. 
And then one day I just decided, like, I don't want to swear, but like, F it. Like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And I was sharing cocktails every Friday, just like easy cocktails that you can make as a hostess. And then things started to happen from there, right? Brands are reaching out and like the channel was starting to grow. My Instagram was starting to grow. So yeah, it just kind of evolved from there. That's so exciting. And I think yeah. it's incredible because during the pandemic, I think we were all dreaming of hostessing and hosting with her. We were. All of a sudden, we realized how much we missed it. Like, yeah, I really missed it. Like I said to my husband, I go, you know, I don't think we've had any home projects finished because we were hosting something, right? Like, yeah, we haven't really done that because we haven't had people over, right? Yeah. So, no, we had soup nights or something that me and my friends had done. And we had a soup night literally three weeks before the pandemic hit. And everyone was like, that was the last party I went to. <laughs> like, I haven't done this in two or three years. And so it's funny, like, how far we've gotten away from doing that and, like, got wistful for back in the day when we yes. used to get together. So this is the season for a lot of people that they're actually having gatherings. Yeah, exactly. Do you exactly. have tips of starting to look at that? What are your thoughts for people that are trying yeah. to get back into that zone of celebrating and gathering again? Yeah, I would say... I mean, you don't have to start with like the big show, whether that is mm-hmm. you know, Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, like whatever it is. You don't have to start with the big show. I mean, it's easy enough to just start by inviting people to over for dinner, right? Like, yes. To have people over for dinner, just make it casual or brunch or whatever that, whatever kind of celebration you want to have. And I would also say that to get back into it or to ease back into it, and I talk about this a lot, is make it easy on yourself. You don't have to make everything from scratch. I think a lot of people kind of get caught up in, you know, you're seeing things on Pinterest or YouTube or whatever, and you feel like you have to make all this elaborate stuff yourself. Like that's the only way Mm. when you're hosting and you don't. So you can totally outsource that. You can go to your favorite restaurant, right? Support local business, get takeout, bring it home, put it on platters and invite people over. Because I guarantee you, your guests are like, they're not going to care. They're really not going to care that you ordered takeout versus doing it all yourself. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Give yourself a break. Start that way. Maybe start with something small and start you can outsource, if not the whole dinner, then maybe just dessert. Don't worry about doing the desserts or the appetizer. Yes. And focus on one thing. I think that's part of the problem. I see people trying to do baby showers or bridal parties or whatever else. And they're trying to do everything interest worthy and everything they've seen is those things like, why don't you focus on like one really cool diaper cake or one (laughs) really cool appetizer or one really cool design and not like keep yourself up for three days straight trying to make everything perfect. Oh my gosh, you're so right about that. We were actually just talking about this, that when it comes to decor, especially with the holidays coming, Mm -hmm. people get all caught up and every inch of the house has to be decorated and it actually doesn't. So one of my tips when you're hosting is like you said, just focus on a couple of key areas. Like think about where your guests are going to be spending the time mm-hmm. and then focus on decorating those areas. So if you're hosting like Christmas dinner, let's say, focus on making the table or the dining room beautiful, right? If you're having mm-hmm. people over for a movie night, then focus on the living room and your Christmas tree and the twinkle lights, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't you don't have to make every inch decorated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Keep it manageable. It's the joyful. Bring the joy back into it. That's right. That's right. And uh, our motto, like at Joyful Hostess, is it's less, our motto is less perfection and more connection. So letting, 
Isn't that good? I feel like when we get all caught up in things being perfect, you kind of miss the point of mm-hmm. what you're of what it is. So, and I find even myself, I get guilty of that too, right? Getting caught up in like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the perfect table setting or whatever. And when I think about what stresses me out, it's because I'm so focused on the perfection piece Mm -hmm. and not focused on just the connection and the people that are coming over and spending that time together. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. Like I talk about outcomes-based communication. So I'm going to have hard conversations like, what is the thing I want to get out of it and focus on what I want to get out of it. And so now we need to have outcome-based parties. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to get out of this party. I want to get out of like connection. I want to have time with the people I love and care about. And that's what really matters. And so that's what's important. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I just came back from a trip to the East Coast. I was gone for a few weeks. And while I was out there, I had, they threw me a, a bridal party, a bridal, sh- it was kind of, it wasn't really, it was like a combination of a a shower bachelorette thing, but it was kind of just gathering with friends at a oh, friend's house. Fun. It was yeah. lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. And it was great because they really did. The focus was just on us spending time together. And it was amazing because we were there for four hours in a blink, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought it would have been four hours, but we didn't play games. We they didn't do, we, there was food that was lovely and simple. And there was yeah. a theme to the guests because I'm, because I'm an author, I'm a writer and I love books. Everyone gave me a copy of their favorite book was what the um, the hostess. Isn't that lovely? That's a great idea. Um, yeah, the hostess That's came up with that. Idea. She did a beautiful job. So props, yeah. Carolyn, you're getting props for this. So she came <laughs> up with that idea. Everyone gave me a copy of their favorite book to read. And it was so small and intimate. And we were just able to catch up. And especially because I hadn't been back east in like three years because of the pandemic. So I hadn't yeah. seen everybody in a few years. And they hadn't seen each other in a few years. And so it really was just like catching up and connecting. And I really wonder for everyone having gathered the astronaut for a few years, like less is more. We didn't yeah. need to have things planned because just catching up and connecting took up the entire party, really. There wasn't room. If we would have tried to have games or tried to have other things, there wouldn't have been space for that. And more yeah. people, there wasn't space for more people because it was a small gathering. I think there was like eight to 10 of us was all there was really space for, for all the kitchen up. So small is better and simple is better right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want to do elaborate, go ahead. But I feel those events that stick out in your mind, those special Mm -hmm. memories are the ones where you're really connected with the people who are there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to remember what your color scheme was for your Christmas party or what, you know, appetizers you serve, unless they're like spectacular. But People are just going to remember the time together. That's what they're going to remember. And the feeling, right? The yeah. feeling. Yes, 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 yes. And there was lots of little thoughtful things too. But you, so you can do the thoughtful things. But I think doing like the one or two things that stand out, right? Yeah. Are the things that you could put your your time into. Like the one, although she did do, she did do this wonderful apple cider, spiked apple cider bar where you could spike it and oh, put like nice. she even had like nuts and she had like whipped cream and stuff to go in it oh like, yeah she had that she had like her little like special station for things yes too. so there's like as one special thing sure. that like yeah stood out instead of trying to do 10 special things to stand yeah. out so yeah yes no that's yeah. wonderful yeah. I think that's great and I think that and that's a lot of having the support from something like you and even like your done for you party kits. Tell me like what those are, because I'm sure those are helpful for people that feel overwhelmed with trying to plan parties too. Yeah. So these done for you party kits are basically, you can instantly download right now. I've got a wine tasting because, you know, with, I mean, that's anytime, right? To have a wine tasting party. Yeah. And it gives you everything from 
the invitation. If you want to send out the invitation, it gives you the wine tasting mats. It gives you printable signs that you can put up to decorate with. Uh-huh. So it's really one of those things where all you have to do is invite people over and obviously get your wine. And I've got everything for you. The tags, the judging sheets, the placemats, like it's all there. Oh, my fun. With those, whether it's the wine tasting one or the rosé, I even have a hot coffee bar or hot beverage station huh. is that let's just make it easy and then you can just one click download it print it and you're done you're like ready to go oh that's brilliant and that's yeah. fun like the wine tasting i've done that before and you just have somebody everybody bring a bottle of wine yeah you don't yeah. even have to do the wine <laughs> that's right we did that this summer and it was so nice like it actually introduced us to wines that we wouldn't have normally tried mm-hmm. right because then people were like oh and i made the suggestion like let's focus on like white wines and people brought some really lovely wines. And I'm like, I never in a million years would have picked this up off the liquor store shelf because I didn't like the label. <laughs> well, yeah. the wine was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so fun. That's a great yeah. idea. So if someone's like going, oh, it's already the middle of December. I wanted to get together with my friends. You can just download that kit and have your right. little gathering with your friends to wine have a little tasting. wine tasting party. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. I love it. And nice and yeah. easy. Easy exactly. is good. Easy is good. Easy is, easy is good. good. That's wonderful. <laughs> So what has been your favorite part of running your business and having the joyful hostess? Oh, man, I there's been so much. I think the opportunity to meet other people like you, Shauna, I think in my previous role, because you're meeting clients and it was Mm -hmm. just more localized, right, obviously. Mm -hmm. But now I'm meeting people from everywhere and connecting with other business owners, connecting with other women. And I think that's the power of connecting online and building a business online is that there's no barriers to that. And the nice thing about it is there's also, I'm also moved into a business now where there's not a whole lot of regulation around what you can do and say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like with the advertising and stuff, we had to be very careful around the wording and the phrasing. And now I can build a business that feels more me and I have the creative freedom. That's the word I'm looking at. The creative freedom to build a business how I want. That's so exciting. You get to be more authentic and channel things you're excited about. Yeah. That is wonderful. Exactly. The joy into people's homes. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love knowing that maybe in some way I'm part of somebody's celebration. Yeah. Or just get helping somebody get confident. Like I had a young uh, woman reach out to me and say, you know, from watching your like your YouTube's I was really scared about having my family over and she said she had just had her family over for dinner and she was like ecstatic about it. And it was just like one of those things where I'm like, yes, that's what this is about. Just showing you, you can do it and it doesn't have to be hard Mm -hmm. and think about what that will do for you later on. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. Yeah. And looking forward to, because we have New Year's. I'm my sweetheart. He's not my fiance's not big on New Year's, but I was always big on New Year's and doing things for New Year's Eve and stuff like that. Is that yeah. big? So, so Mar is from Canada. So I get to ask her Canadian question. So <laughs> is New Year's big in Canada? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Actually, this year I'm helping a friend of mine. She wants to plan a New Year's Eve party. She's got a new home. And we're doing a great Gatsby themed. Oh, fun. Oh, won't that be fun? I can't wait to post all about that and, you know, share like the tips and what we're doing for that great Gatsby New Year's Eve. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. 
theme parties. I mean, yes. those are work, but those are yes. totally worth it. Those were so much fun. Yeah, we wanted it to be over the top because like you said, we've had like two years, almost three years of not being able to do anything. So this year we're like, what is more over the top than Gatsby? Gatsby, like, come on. I mean, this is the 20s. We're going back to the 20s. So exactly. we're going back to the 20s. That makes yeah. perfect sense to me. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like so much fun. That's yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. So I do have a tip I want to just share about. And it just reminded me, like with New Year's Eve, I talk about how music can actually lend more ambiance to your party, right? Uh-huh. Like, so it can it can help further a theme. And so the, here's a really great idea. If you create a Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. then you have your guests contribute music like add to the list then during your party all you have to do is play your like shauna's like new year's eve party mix and everybody gets to hear their favorite song at some point and i think guests like being able to contribute to the party in that way and the second thing i like is that even after the party is over you kind of have this memory of your party right because now everybody has that playlist no is it a cool idea i like that idea we're gonna do that new year's eve Okay, so I'm totally taking this to a whole different level. So I'm getting married in May. Obviously, we're talking about my my little party in in Boston. And so when I was in New England, and I've been building my dancing list for my oh, wedding yeah. for some time, and we were like previewing it when I was out in Boston, and like we were like late coming into my party because there was three of us in one car, and then two more <laughs> people showed around the, the outside listening to the dancing list and adding to the dance list. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I should start doing the Shauna Roby's dance list for the wedding. Like I should start working on that list now. But do you have people just email you, you just add the list or is there a way to make it public and they can add it? Or how do you do that? Yeah, you just make a list in Spotify and then you can share it. That's awesome. You can share the list and then guests can just go find Shauna's, they'll find the link to your list and then they can just add their song. They don't have to email you. You don't have to do any of that. They can just do it. Nice, nice. And if you add bad songs, then we'll veto them. I mean, I will welcome any contribution. And there's only so many, so many times you can hear who let the dog that I'm telling every younger child that's coming to my wedding that that's right. Many times. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yes. You get you, know, you get the ultimate veto power over that. Yes, ultimate veto power. But yeah, yeah, no, there's some good songs out there, but that's so much fun that that's an easy way to do it. Just make it public and have people be able to add in yeah. as they see fit. That's so yeah. brilliant. Mara, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Make it easy. I like it. Make it easy. The other idea, I had a couple here. The other idea, I talked a little bit about this, but outsourcing, right? So outsourcing doesn't have to be hiring somebody, right? It doesn't have to be hiring the party planner or, you know, a chef to make something. Mm -hmm. Outsourcing can just be asking friends and family. So don't be afraid of hosting a potluck or asking somebody to just, could you just bring an appetizer? Like that would be super helpful. And outsourcing also is, asking people in your house who live with you like I have you know kids and a husband so when you're hosting it doesn't just have to be you getting the house ready and getting everything ready so make sure you ask for help because it can be a big job mm-hmm. and nobody wants to feel frazzled and feel drained when guests like ring that doorbell right yeah so that's a way that you can kind of protect your energy focus on what matters and you know outsource what you can Yes, we have okay to do that. We've had the tradition with the kid that gets assigned to take drink orders every Thanksgiving or Christmas at our house. There was always a kid that's assigned to take drink orders and be in charge of drink orders. So give their kids jobs. Find jobs that are 100%. appropriate. But, you know, my kids always help to set the table. 
There you go. So that was something. Oh, here's another tip. Setting the table the night before. That is going to save you. The day of, there's like enough to do. And I don't care what the party is, whether it's like (laughs) Christmas or your birthday or whatever. You're always running out of time and you haven't been here yet and guests are going to be here. So setting the table the night before does a couple of things. Highlights really quickly like what you're missing. You're like, oh, crap, I don't have enough wine glasses or right. I don't have enough cutlery. But having the kids help with that, they feel like they contributed. (laughs) And then they're like, it's kind of like a source of like pride. Like they set the table right for everybody. So and it's one less thing you have to do. Yes. Yeah. The skills to have in life too, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have something else for us? I like these tips. Oh, setting up your bar area or your appetizer area away from where you have everything else set up. So I don't like to put the bar and the food like kind of in the same area because what happens is people tend to like just hang out there. And then you can't get around. I don't know about you, but I feel like the kitchen island, everybody I talk to, like kitchen island or the kitchen table, like everybody tends to hang out there. But if that's where you put all the food and drink, of course, that's where they're going to hang out. Mm -hmm. And people become kind of cemented in their spots instead of like mingling with other people. So one of the tricks is just to kind of like kind of sprinkle stuff throughout and keep it separate. So that forces people to get up. Move. Move. Movement going. Move. Plus, it also helps. Sometimes you get cornered by somebody at a party and it gives you an opportunity to be like, I'm just going to go refresh my drink. Like, I'll be back. Yeah. Like, this way. Yeah. This way. This way. Yeah. yeah. Keep moving that way. That's, yes. Lanes of traffic have different lanes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good tips to have. Yeah. And so you have your YouTube channel. And your blog and your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you do stuff on your YouTube channel and your Instagram that are similar, or do you usually do different material on those things? There's usually different stuff. Nice YouTube because it's like longer form. I get to like do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Instagram will be kind of your quick tips or just the recipe, whereas YouTube you can get a little bit more into it. Nice, and then yeah. you also you've launched. A course. Yeah. By the end of the course, the idea was I wanted to help people let go of perfection, kick that party planning overwhelm out the door, and instead become more confident in their hosting. Because when they're more confident, they will have more people over, which lends mm-hmm. to like more joy and spreading the love and that kind of thing. So we talk about everything from understanding your own personal hosting style to practical tips, timelines guides, checklists. We get into all of it. I have a couple people because Christmas is coming up, right? So they are hosting. So they want to just like make their lives easier. So they join. But then I also have people who are just new to hosting, right? Like their first place, their first home. This is not something that maybe their parents did and you're not really this anywhere, but you want to do it. So where do I learn this all in one spot instead of having to kind of piecemeal and watch Mm -hmm. YouTube videos like here and there, it's all like in one. Nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That is that's yeah. a great gift for somebody who's got their first home or whatever else to be. Yeah. Able to yeah. That's a great idea for a cap. That's perfect. Yeah. That is good. I don't know why I didn't think of that. That is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yes. Yes. You funny people need those skills. And for people that doesn't come naturally, that's definitely something to have those tips and tricks to not be overwhelmed. So it's actually a wonderful experience. They want to do it again. Because yeah. Actually yeah. got to enjoy it. Very important. Yeah. Very yeah. important. That's wonderful. We're back to entertaining. We're back to entertaining. Yes, we are. 
And I'm already, yeah. And for people who just want to be back to entertaining and like, wait, I haven't done this. How do I do this again? <laughs> yeah. You can take a course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get you back ready for it. That's wonderful. Right. This has been so great. I think it's been helpful for people to get them back in gear. And I think that following you on Instagram is also going to be exciting, especially for that Gatsby party. I can't wait yeah. to see pictures from that. Yeah, me neither. I'm already like sourcing some stuff for it. Oh, I can't wait. That's so awesome. And I need to ask you this because I was wondering this with somebody recently. So I am intrigued by the fact that Thanksgiving is in October in Canada and late November in the U.S. And it actually makes more sense to me that it's in October in, in Canada because that's more aligned with the harvest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and and again, like in the U.S., like we're told a story that it connects kind of with a dinner that happened. And there's very mixed things in the U.S. around Thanksgiving and, and our relationship with Indigenous peoples and having that. Yeah, but I'm curious, true. like, so is, is it kind of related back to a specific origin? Do you know, like, does it come from a specific meal or origin in Canada? Or is it just a general gratitude for harvest? And where are the origins in Canada? Do you know? Yeah, I don't know. But I do know, like, I, at least this is what I've heard the whole time growing up. That ours is in October because in Canada, because of the temperature, our harvest was <laughs> earlier than it was in the U.S. So as far as I know, like that's kind of the story that I've been told. Yeah, I don't know any more than that. Other than I like it in October. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like in November, uh, maybe you can tell me, like, does it feel rushed going from like Thanksgiving and then into Christmas? Right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's like a landslide. Like you do a landslide right into <laughs> Christmas. And it's funny because it's not related to our, like we have harvest festivals in September and October. Like our harvest yeah. festivals are so unattached to Thanksgiving. And then at least my grade school memories of why Thanksgiving is in November was because it was more related to not having food and the dinners that were then given with indigenous peoples and that Okay. That connection was more why it was in November because it was related to the cold setting in and not having resources and coming together with resources. And that was kind of the reasoning behind it being in November was kind of the reasoning behind it was those original dinners and coming together. And so that was why it was in November. But it is something that even in college, I remember like we had Thanksgiving and then two weeks later got out for, you know, Christmas break as it was like always like just a weird time you know when we had it so mm -hmm. i can't imagine it differently because now i've done this my entire life yeah but october's oh as soon as i learned i think it was in my 20s when i learned it was in october in canada i'm like that makes sense <laughs> and is it a set day or is it i feel like, like october 10th or 12th or somewhere in that range is it yeah it's usually oh see i'm gonna probably get this wrong second <laughs> monday of october either third or something like that like it was like yeah. I thought that it was yeah that's what I thought that was like actually at the beginning of the week and ours is on a Thursday yeah yeah you no know, yeah. October I mean October Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday out of all the holidays I have. love Thanksgiving because I feel like it's the same family tradition connection that you get at Christmas like that coziness mm -hmm. without the pressure of yes. Christmas and gifts and yeah. like all that yeah 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 yeah. I completely agree with you. I also love Fourth of July and fireworks, and I also love Christmas <laughs> for Halloween. So I get, and I love New Year's because I just love celebrating yeah. and fireworks and like, yeah. you know dancing the night away. So I'm like an equal opportunity. It might be any holiday. 
I love them all. <laughs> I, so I, I do. I, mean, I love them all, but I have to say Thanksgiving is my favorite. Yeah. Yes. I think if I pulled when I was younger, I think Thanksgiving would be the one that I would have named as my my favorite one also. And then I spent enough of them away from home with other families and also enjoyed that, but it had less of that like yeah, and like connection as I got older too. But yeah, that used to be when I was younger. That was always my favorite one. And I used to love lemon meringue pie and that was the only time <gasps> where I got it. <laughs> really? Yes. Meringue pie for Thanksgiving. That's interesting. Isn't that funny? And it was yeah. funny with my family. So my family is, we have a big, I had four siblings and so there's six of us in our family and we didn't have biological family that's close to us. And there was this family in the church that I grew up in that invited us to their house every year to which I'm still incredibly thankful because I cannot imagine a lot of people don't invite four additional children <laughs> to their home for Thanksgiving from yeah. another family. So they yeah. get props to this day for doing this. <laughs> but the woman who had it at her house, her favorite pie was lemon meringue. And so they always had a lemon meringue pie. Okay. And that's probably the only reason. And I hated pumpkin pie. Hated pumpkin pie. Still hate mm-hmm. pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And I would get to have lemon meringue pie. And that's the only time they ever had lemon meringue pie. Nice. And I don't often, I don't even make it now and have, I have another lemon pie that's way better than I make now because I have you know, different taste now as I'm older. Sure. But as a kid, like that was the pie and the only time I got it. And it was so amazing. We went to their house and they had this big table where we played games. And and it was like the one time our family was invited to yeah. somebody else's house because we're a big family. We didn't often get invited to parties <laughs> at other people's houses. Yeah. So, yeah. And we didn't have family that was close by that we went to their house. So it was a big deal that we got to go Thanksgiving at their house, I think. That's funny. Yeah. Well, because my family is Italian. Uh-huh. Like Thanksgiving and Christmas involved lasagna. <laughs> No, everyone's like, you have lasagna? Like, my, my husband's not Italian. So he's like, wait, what's happening here? Why are we having lasagna? <laughs> like, yeah. that's that's like the first course. That's and then we will do like the turkey and ham and all that stuff. But we have lasagna. Yeah. lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> I went home for Christmas when you were dated somebody. And that's what it was. It was all like Italian food. And I'm like, where's the, the other stuff? You stay up and you watch mass on TV at midnight yeah. or Christmas <laughs> Okay, this is different. This is it. Okay, I reckon. Yeah. And then everyone doesn't wake up for gifts. Everyone sleeps in because they stayed up like, what? In Christmas? <laughs> yes. It's so it's fun, fun though to spend it with different people and the different traditions that come with the holidays. It's so interesting. I love that. I love hearing how other people celebrate and what are their traditions. Yes. Like, I think that's, I think that's a really cool thing. Yes. Part of the yeah. fun. Part of the fun. Yeah. But yes, we can talk about this all day though. I know. So, I know. Yes. So let's get to the self-care part. So what do you do for self-care, Mara? What do you do to take care of yourself and bring joy into your life? Okay. I am getting back into journaling. So I feel like journaling for me is a really good way to like spend time with me. And I am a big fan of taking baths. So yeah, I feel like when I'm in the bath, that's just so relaxing and I feel like lots of ideas come in there I don't know if it's like water or like because you're relaxed so bath and journaling and then spending time with good girlfriends right where you can just yeah. like laugh your heads off and be silly and that kind yes. of stuff is important yes especially you kind of got out of the habit of that so it's good to get back in the habit of that so that's yeah important yes yes yeah up your bath game with candles yes candles yes. bath is just like a whole different my current bath setup and my current place that the house we're in doesn't have like a place to make candles and I miss my candle yeah all the difference I actually had like in one of my places I actually had sconces and in, in <gasps> the bathtub so I get sconces with candles oh nice that's a difference but yes bath that's a that's a good one bath. So, yeah good stuff yeah. yes yeah so for all of our guests we actually offer you a coloring book because at the grit show we have <laughs> 
The Color of Grit is our series of coloring books. And so we offer our guests the thank you for coming to share your wonderful knowledge with us. We offer you either. We have two of them out now. We have the Vintage Mermaid and Magnificent Ocean. And we have You've Got This, which is inspirational quotes. So which one can I send you a copy of? Ooh, I like the idea of the Vintage Mermaid. Let's do that. We're just talking about the bath. Like, let's. We got the ocean. We got the water. Yeah. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. So I will, because you're in Canada, I get to send you a digital copy. But I will send you a okay, perfect. copy of that just for you. And that way you can even print it and share. Yes. My, thank you. My, share that with you. You are very welcome. I'm excited to hear what you think of it. So yeah. Add that to your self-care routine because we do I will. self-care here at The Grit Show. <laughs> so good stuff. So what do we think that we should tell people to, to walk away? I, I think the concept to walk away with is this concept of Tell me your slogan because your slogan is a perfectly. Less perfection, more connection. I love it. Less perfection, more. So as you're going through this holiday season and having yeah. people over for Hanukkah, having people over just for dinner, having people over for brunch, having them over for Christmas, whatever it might be, New Year's, et cetera. That's your goal. Is yeah. Less perfection, more connection. That's your goal. And some simple ways for you to think about doing that. I think the outsourcing, I think, is the biggest thing, whether that's outsource, yeah. Utilize your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Family, friends. Family, friends. And I would include, like, in my to-do list, I yes. always include some self-care for me. So in that nice. list, even if you're just carving, just write down that you're going to, like, shower and do your hair or whatever. Yes. Make time for it because... Like I've said before, we've all fallen victim to like, oh my God, I'm still doing my makeup and people are at the door and I'm not ready, right? Yes, I've actually not done my hair and makeup or I'm ready and people are at the door. I'm like, oh, wow, we'll go with with connection and not perfection on me, but I'm less happy in the pictures. (laughs) I didn't get ready. So prioritize you. So outsource so that you can take care of you, but somebody else in charge of this stirring and answering the door so you can get ready or get ready first. Yes. you less stuff because people aren't going to care that the deviled eggs aren't like squeezed <laughs> and perfect shaped, you know, like just scoop them in there and get the shower. Like, you know, right, right, right. You corners can the candles and like do that after. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cut corners yeah. where you need to so that you can actually enjoy doing that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I love that idea, too, of like realizing that you don't have to to make it all do it all. Like people give yourself a break may not remember what you made or didn't make anyway so nope yes yes make <laughs> the, if, if it's important i love to make things so usually like i, I will too. make the dessert from scratch because i love making desserts so i'll make the dessert from scratch and that will be my thing that i make from scratch and then everything else i might do costco instead of yeah that <laughs> i might go to costco like, and just grab something easy to grow grab a bag of salad that's like already done Right, drop yes. some nuts and throw some craisins in it, and like, ta-da! There's like your salad. Like, just make it easy. Make it easy. Make it easy. Yeah, they used to be like this Hawaiian chicken that I would just buy. It would have the sauce and just heat it up and be yeah. over, or the pulled pork and add barbecue and just cut the yeah. in half. And there's your sandwich. That's awesome. Or the the outside, yeah, potluck stuff. Yes, make it easy. And yes, potluck, potluck. Especially if you're hosting Christmas dinner or. A Hanukkah dinner or other dinner, you tell people what to bring and have them bring it. They can stop at the the local restaurant and yeah. pick up if they aren't. There's no getting off. There's too many times I hear that, like, you know, oh, well, that person doesn't cook. 
Great. Because you can give them a recommendation of bring the wine. They can stop and pick something up because (laughs) that can still happen. They can get the bread. They can get the salad that's already pre-made. Pick up some cupcakes. Go to the bakery. Get some cupcakes or some cookies or something. Yeah. Yeah. They can still contribute. So that still works. I like that. I like that plan. Excellent. That's wonderful. And where can so let's tell people the website and the best way to reach you on website and Instagram and then probably your YouTube channel too. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, so the website is joyfulhostess.com and Instagram, same handle, joyfulhostess. So we can chat there on Instagram. Like that's kind of like more social. That's like where we connected to. That is where we connected. You guys, you need on Instagram. She has the best picture of her casino pineapple. (laughs) I love it. It's so cute. And like with the hospitality and, and is that, cause I know that's like in in the South that the hospitality is the pineapple, but the same thing in Canada too. Yeah, yeah, it's a symbol of hospitality. Yeah, which is why it's our logo, and that's my I love that. Yeah, yeah. And then YouTube has more longer form videos. It's a little bit more like instructional, and yeah, it's just got more info, right? Like Instagram's hard to like kind of yeah all the information in there. So there's definitely more on YouTube, and there's different stuff on YouTube than there is on Instagram. Awesome. So follow her on Instagram so you'll be reminded, and then go check out her website. And okay. get that information so that you guys can kind of get some inspiration. And then that class, too. I think that's great. And even if you yeah. have somebody who just moved into their house, then good gift, good housewarming gift. I think that's a great idea. So this has been great. So this has been so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. A great topic for us as we enter the holidays for people to have a little bit of joy to add that and a little less perfection, a little more connection with our hostess scene. It's a great thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to jump on over to Instagram and follow us at the.grit.show. And if you aren't already following Authentic Connections Podcast Network at 37 by 27, you should definitely be doing that as well. Don't forget, you are the only one of you that this world has got. And that means something. I'll be here next Tuesday. I hope you are too.